Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello. Yeah. yeah. There's only one way that we start every single episode of this show. And I normally I hit one of these little buttons right here, but you have a surprise for everyone. If anybody right. is a Patreon member and has the ability to go into the uh, pre-show hang for free, that's one of the perks. I think mm-hmm. uh, if you're like a priority member or maybe even first class, I can't remember, you get that. But Or if you bought a ticket, you got it. So you might already know, but be cool. Don't tell the rest of the class. Rory Scoville, what do you have to say for yourself? Do we know the woman? In 2021, mm-hmm. I have to say for myself... Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to kick the year off right, and I just realized we were in a breakout room with the the original <laughs> group yeah. of the Pen Pal team that that started this thing in a studio at Starburns uh, in Burbank. Uh, what feels like forever ago, forever uh, ago. But the voice that kicked it off ultimately for everybody before you heard. The sweet, slightly sour buttermilk that's in my voice and Daniel's. You got to hear the sweet honey that's in this man's voice. Ladies and gentlemen, Come on. our friend, <laughs> F2F member, RRG member, mm-hmm. Pen Pals participant. Yep. He gives you the tunes that kicks it all off. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Patrick Keenan from the Winter Sounds live from the Czech Republic. I know. Patrick. Where is he? I don't Look hear him. Here. Look at there him. There he is. Look at him. <laughs> Patrick Hi, was on the Patreon with us. He's up late. His neighbors are so mad that he's doing this and he's <laughs> sacrificing that community to be a part of this one. <laughs> uh, Patrick, I love that you're here. We have so much that we would say, we will and want to say to you, but kick us off with the song that started it all. All right. Everybody ready? If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. 
And maybe we could keep in touch Like they did in the old days It wasn't so long ago I wish you well and oh Sign your pen pals God damn it I know I know Patrick it feels good every time. I think we got to re-rack it. Would and you do it, but, it again? Would you do okay, it? Okay, everybody more? turn your mics on and then you better fucking turn them off. But turn them on. <laughs> and let's sing it together for the Yay. first time. Let's give Patrick a live concert. Oh, get that yeah. dog barking. Wake yeah. up the baby. Yell at your yeah. neighbor about the dishes. Forget you're on an actual Woo-hoo. Zoom show. Okay. All right. Patrick, you ready? All right. Oh, I can't wait ready? to hear how untimely this is. Take the breath. Take the breath. And let's go to the letters. Or you hit it every time. You know, you know. All right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We did it together. We bailed. Uh Oh, somebody's coming down the stairs. You can hear him. You can hear him. Who is it? Does she have a sucker for me? Oh, Oh. well, your background's going to cover her up. Yeah, that's right. Um, Daniel, you wanna you wanna kick it off? I think so. All right. Okay. Uh, hold on, let me bring it up. A little bit of uh, construction work here. Hey, are you going going to bed? You talking to Jordan's picture? <laughs> oh, she okay. flashed in and go out. Go read that. Go read that book. She got on Scooby Doo pajamas. We are in a deep Scooby. Did you tell her that right? I was in Scoop? No. Okay. It's well, best for her not to know all right. that. All right. Well, I woke my grandma up from a nap to tell her about Robbie, but you do whatever you want, Roar. You do whatever hey, you want. Hey, wake up. So he's this basketball coach, right? Or wants like, to be. She's like, Daniel. By the way, anyone in Canada, it's finally going to be playing in Canada. We're getting the the Robbie rollout in Canada that we thought we'd get uh, here. Patrick, it will never be in the Czech Republic. I can. You're if it America's, takes this long to get uh, to Canada, <laughs> you're America's first, John Doerr, uh, Rory. The first five episodes are on were on YouTube, Comedy Central, Czech Republic. That's and right. Then, and then it, and then they pulled it. Stopped. Yeah, yeah. We didn't get the numbers they were hoping for. <laughs> Czech. <laughs> Um, all right, Daniel, let's do it. Sup, my dudes. I'm not going to say I love it, but I don't hate it. Long time paller, first time penner. You know the order of names who's ever reading. Well, I guess there we have it. Mm, A real would you rather here or a would you change? If you could only assign one sense to each season, what would it be? And where would it be 
And why would it be? Let me just say, I'm already deeply confused. Oh, Rory, I was going to say, I've already <laughs> failed this interview. I'm not getting into this college or this job. Yeah, this college is the, right now. They're mm -hmm. like, you will never work here. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I know. Mm -hmm. And it smells like pizza in the winter. Is that, am I close? <laughs> also, I, I love I, I that a, I any college that. admissions person, Rory, thought you wanted to work there. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the office of the Bussar. And no, you'll never know what that word means. <laughs> but you also won't be going here. Yeah. Uh, the what were you going to say, Patrick? Uh, it's okay. You know what? That's how we feel. I feel like, all I, feel the like time. I understand this letter. I, I'm I'm in it. All right, Pat. Well, you good because you good, might be the first to talk to, when yep. we get to the end. And only and only to talk. Rory and I you might. You will have make to explain drink. it to us when we get to the end. Of it may take a dark turn somewhere. So I'll re-rack it. Okay. Just the yeah. The, the if you could only assign one sense to each season, what would it be? Where would it be? And why would it be? Duplicates okay. are allowed. Holidays are noted. Emphasis on the feeling of either warm or cold, excited or proud, smell or taste. What really matters for each? What really matters for each holiday for you? Love you unconditionally. People that love you unconditionally. Also, I don't know what that means. Also, side note. My wife is my hero. She is a nurse who has pushed through every day of this pandemic. She will be watching with me and hasn't heard the questions and also doesn't know I'd like to be legally separated. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was too sweet. It was too. It we was, have a disease. I Look, I have that same disease. I know you do. It is our bond. It is. And our curse. All right. Uh, she is a nurse who has pushed through every day of this pandemic. She will be watching with me and hasn't heard the questions. She just got her first vaccination last weekend. And I give you permission to put her on the spot, answering these questions slash giving her a tiny applause for being a beacon of light to Ellen. And then it says she'll be happy to participate in the divorce proceeding. The end no tomorrow. tiny applause there, Ellen. Huge. I know, big time. Huge uh, applause. The okay. more I learn about uh, what's going on on the front lines, it's like, Jesus Christ. So thank you. Personal thank you. Uh, how you put up with your husband's questions, I will never know because he is a confusing mm -hmm. labyrinth yep. of a man. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure you guys met one day when you were just trying to cross a bridge and he had a riddle for you. And he had a riddle and he said, which sense would you apply to which planet mm -hmm. in which Aquarian mm -hmm. age? <laughs> Name these frogs, but note they aren't frogs. All right. Uh, <laughs> Let's take this question. One, hey, Patrick, why don't you start talking? Because you're going to know more than we are. Yeah, you're ahead of the game. You said so. And if you aren't, that's on you. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, yeah, let's see. So I think the question is... Uh, you got four seasons. You have four seasons. You have five mm -hmm. senses. So you have to get rid of one. Correct. And uh, Or you can double up, maybe. No, no, no. But you said you, you could, could only duplicates. assign one sense to each season. Yeah. So you only get one of your senses each season. Like, so you're going to ask yourself, how much do you want to hear these fireworks that no one needs to hear? Yeah. Yeah, I'll just, I'll give my answer, and that will serve as an explanation. <laughs> Love it. Okay, perfect. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So winter, sea. 
Not here. Summer. You're in a band called the Winter Sounds. Patrick, you <laughs> fraud. <laughs> Wait, Patrick, you're saying you will you would only keep the ability to see for winter. Well, yeah, if you have to pick, you know, just one. Yeah, no, 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 I, yeah, and you I do. Guess I'm thinking of the you know beautiful snowfall and, and that being mm. worth seeing. Okay, but then you because it's, there's kind of sacrifices you have to make, you know, for sure. For other yeah, seasons. well, I I, I agree. Also, I agree with that. I think I would probably go see with winter. It. I read yeah. this letter before we did the show, and I had my answer before I finished reading it for all of them. So all I'm right. glad you're going first. Give us one of them. What would you do for winter? Since we're on winter, me. Now it is fun to hear winter, depending on where you are, because that snowy silence is really great. From Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah, we didn't. Have, well, it could get cold, and there's less people out. We didn't have snow. We would have snow every now and then, and school would shut down for four days. That's exactly right, and I mean an inch, maybe not even an inch. <laughs> if there was talk of snow, things were canceled. I just throw the snow bit out. That uh, yeah, uh, walking on snow. The kind of sound that it makes. Yeah. That sort of winter sound. Someone told me this. Someone told me this actually uh, recently. So long, long after the band name, but when you walk on the snow, it sounds like the uh, skeletons from ghosts and goblins in the old Nintendo game when they're crumpled down. That is accurate. Yeah. And uh, he told me that and it's, it's stuck with me. It's, it's always there now. I listen for that sound. It's one of my most hated sounds. I hate the sound of the crunching (laughs) of snow. Is that true? Because I, Yes, as much as I hate, and I remember the first time I experienced, I remember a very small child, we are living on Wendell Lane, um, and I was probably like four or five when I realized how much I hated the sound of scraping ice off a window. Like even thinking, it just gave me a chill thinking about it. I hate it beyond words that I So then winter for you is going to be smell or touch? No, it's going to be sight. Taste. Sight. I'm keeping sight. So we all agree, winter sight. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. You know what? Maybe I'll get to go to this college after all. Mm, We'll see. We have to check those (laughs) ACT scores. All I I did was agree with what your answers were. (laughs) What does the bursar say? Uh, Patrick? Or no, Rory, you go first then. Spring. Spring. Um, You know, spring, maybe I'll go uh, taste. Really? Yeah. What are you eating in the spring? You just love Mother's Day that much? You want a big old brunch? Well, here's the thing. And I Mother's know that Day this, could, for Rory. this could go with summer, but I think spring taste, because that's in a lot of places, at least where I've lived, spring mm-hmm. is when you can really get back outside again. Right. And that's when you're having those outdoor barbecues, mm-hmm. which I know it's easy to say summer, but I think spring barbecue, I don't necessarily enjoy barbecue on a super hot day, what? but barbecue in the spring, when you're still kind of got a jacket, you're wearing jeans, um, it's kid, you're, the energy towards getting out of school for younger people is palpable. So you uh, don't want to watch the master's. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because isn't that early June? Yeah. Technically still spring? I've already put sight towards Christmas. Towards, well, no, uh, you can have duplicates. Winter, wintery Christmases. You can have no, duplicates. No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. I'm not going to do that. Uh, spring. I think Good luck. Spring. Good luck topping my answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I had them all laid out, and now I have to. <laughs> <laughs> what are the? This is why we don't give Noah a mic. That's See serious. what happens. I think. Uh, I think here actually was spring. That's what what I was. Ooh, you want to hear those robins but come I, back I, into town? Yeah, I was picturing the birds chirping. But then actually, it was something Rory said. Uh, you know, yeah, thinking about kind of the the rainfall. Also, there's that. That's like petrichor oh. is that word? I think petrichor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely and, uh, didn't that's say the, that. Uh, I don't know if that's a taste or a smell. It's kind of a weird in-between sense. Wait, uh, are we allowed... Hold on, get Mark on the phone. Are we allowed to pick in-between senses? Patrick is... <laughs> Patrick's putting in cheat codes. <laughs> well, I would bring Mark in, but he seems way too busy fucking around in the chat. So we'll leave his ass there. <laughs> Hope it's worth Gore. it, Mark. Someone confirmed it. Petrichor is the smell of rain. And you just pulled that off. Who, how do people like know that? I told rain. him to do it before. I would have thought it was like, a villain from in. any movie. I'm Petrichor. Petrichorn sounds like something you put on the turkey. Uh, we do a Petrichor, Brian. We do a Petrichor turkey where I'm from. Ooh, I heard that's dangerous. It is, but as long as you keep everybody alive, it's worth it. It's, it sounds like what you would, <laughs> would glaze a plastic turkey on display with Petrichor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We spray a lot of the uh, oh. food with Petrichor. And oh, that's, don't eat that. Uh, don't eat that. That's got Petrichor all over it. Do not eat that. <laughs> oh, well, the third vaccine that's coming out is from Petrichor Pharmaceuticals. <laughs> and uh, it's rainwater. Turns out nature actually is uh, quite a good medicine. I spent two summers working at Petrichor Farms. No, you didn't. Yeah. Petrichor. Um, okay. Me? I'm just going side again, guys. I, I can't give it up. I need I need to see. And there's plenty of things I'd want to see in the spring that I could tell you here's why, but I'm I'm just not I, I just want to I can't give you it like up. your eyeballs. You like I them. do. Summer. Here we go. Daniel, you're first. I'm going side again. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm I'm look. If Mark didn't want us to have duplicates, he should have said so. He said, <laughs> this is wife. Mark's fault. Right. Um, I just. Okay, here. I want to, I could tell you the good stuff, but it's going to be sight no matter what, but here's the good stuff, right? I want to be able to see the lake up at the cabin. I want to see the cabin on fire. I want to be able to see summer, mm. summer sunset. Mm. Up at the cabin. I'm done. I'm All done. Right. That's it. All right. Okay. One of you two. Go. Summertime. I guess I'd want to hear summer. What are you hearing? Pure joy. Because that's when people are at their peak. They are. Hap. They're at their peak uh, communal gatherings. That's when you're going to hear the most thing you're gonna a lot of outdoor concerts are going on a mm-hmm. lot of outdoor stuff is going on i want to hear that okay uh, side question roar yeah I, i'm looking all these up online go ahead could <laughs> you're going to keep doing stand-up you can either keep the ability to hear the audience laugh or see the audience reaction which you, one do you, you think keep? I haven't thought about this? I know. <laughs> no. I think. I honestly don't know. I'd go sight because sometimes I don't need them to laugh. I just need to see that they're engaged. I drop. I drop sight. And I keep sound. 
so I can hear the rhythm of the performance. I can hear the rhythm of their responses. I can read the rhythm, the of vibe. The I can read the energy off of that sound. But also, I think the fact that I can't see them would probably cause me to go in a whole other direction with what I'm talking about because I wouldn't have any... I w- while it is uplifting to see people enjoying what you're doing, I wouldn't have any doubt of what I was talking about. I would only be able to hear them. Mm-hmm. So I think if stand-up, I would do that. Might be part of the reason you haven't done uh, like much stand-up Zoom shows because you, think, yeah. you need to hear them. Yeah. And I am fine seeing them. Yeah. Patrick. And Summer. also no one's no one. Summer and or same question I just asked Rory as a performer. Um, let's, well, with Summer, I know my answer would be touch. Definitely. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. More like to feel, not to just touching. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause yeah, I just, I think the feeling of the sun on your body is, I like that feeling. Yeah. My wife and I are opposites in that sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to just get outside and just sit in the sun, just be cooked by it. <laughs> yeah. Fair. So, uh, what about as a that performer? Was my first, first season. So the, the question for the performer is, do you want to, you have to give up the ability to see the audience or the ability to hear the audience? Which one do you keep? I think you keep C. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe with music, way. it's a bit different because laughter with comedy, it feels like right. it's, it's a part of the joke. Like it's, it, it mm-hmm. seems like it has to be there. Yeah. All right. Should we fall? bring Mark? Should we bring Mark in here? Let him give us his fall. Yeah, let's do it. Mark, 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 are are you? You? Mark, Mark. Yeah, can, can we get you away from the chat for two seconds? Mark. Oh, Mark. Hi. How are you, Mark? Have I provided the best answers? Ellen, thank you. By the way, <laughs> Ellen, thank you for everything you're doing. Well, Daniel, I did of... say I did say no duplicates. Oh, you and... did say no duplicates. Sorry, then I misread it. Um, I'll still stick with everything I said. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe no duplicates, like you can't double up on. Uh... You yeah. literally wrote. I'm going to read this. Duplicates allowed. Period. <laughs> <They're>, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're, but I meant no duplicates. <laughs> <laughs> Shame on me. And you I'll, know, start, I'll, I'll start with. Uh, can I just say our New Year's resolution is uh, no more drinking? Because I was definitely drunk when I wrote that letter. Yeah, it's obvious. <laughs> I could tell by the spacing. And at one point you wrote, why would it be? I don't know why you chose it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you wrote, you, first of all, I'm going to count them. One, two, three, four. Uh, four. You went with four. You did four attempts at an ellipses. You got it right. No times. <laughs> hey, and you know what? Don't worry about Never it. Never give up. Right? <laughs> Never give up. Um, I, love, I love that Mark wrote a letter. I don't know why you chose it. <laughs> you know what? I don't even fucking know what this show is. I was double dared to write I a forgot. fucking letter. I bought some stuff on Amazon drunk, and then I wrote a letter. I, sorry. I'm sorry. Z-Day. <laughs> um, oh, man. Okay. Mark, first of all, I like that you write the ellipses, though. Sorry, I just throw that out. Oh, he wrote the sure. word. He wrote the word ellipses. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he did. All caps. <laughs> ellipses. All caps. Uh, Love that sweater. Love that sweater. Ellen, let's hear from you first. What is your fall? What are you keeping? And you know what? Just so you know, duplicates are allowed. Yes, they are. And uh, I think we all know what that means. Not allowed. all year. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd go with smell for fall, actually. Oh, the fall. Why? Why? Uh, uh, why smell? 
I feel like there's like that you can feel the fall coming and it gives that like nostalgic feeling. Of, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. In, in Rochelle on like a Saturday or Sunday afternoon, it's just, you know, a whole bunch of people burning piles of leaves and it, just, it, <laughs> it, 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 it literally, it, it, I love the smell of it. It's, it, yeah, it's, it's very good. Fun. It's very good for the environment. Yeah. Again, it's I'm bad. obviously going sight though. Okay. All right. Nostalgic. Yeah. yeah. Mark. I would go smell too for fall. As really? Well. Yeah. Same thing. Or you just love pumpkin pie as much as I do. I do love pumpkin pie, Good for but you. I think it's just more the smell of the leaves and just like they change, they really feel the changing of seasons during. Yeah, fall. but you could see for it. Anyway, Mark, but, you could see it. You could see that change. Mm, duplicates allowed. Right. <laughs> but I, I work through shift, so it's pretty much dark all night. So I, I, I just smell it. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. I gotta know. I'm sorry, friends. Third shift. What are you doing? Baking. Baker. What are you making? Well, listen, listen to you guys. Look, you know, we've been looking for a new bakery to start promoting. We've been off this other one for quite a few days. <laughs> <laughs> I work at just the uh, Panera's around Connecticut. But, oh, okay. Cool. Fair enough. Yeah. St. Louis Bread Company. No. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. And wait, Ellen, what's your shift? You guys try to match it up? You working all night uh, too? I used to. I actually just switched back to day shift. <laughs> okay. She works 312, so she's. She's out there. Appreciate Long you. days. Yeah. Jesus. You're right, seeing the insanity? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I, I worked in the ICU a couple months ago for a couple weeks, um, but right now I work in the procedural area. But we do get COVID patients like every day. Yeah. And can yeah. I ask you a question, Ellen? Yeah. How many people, by the time they get to the ICU or whether you're dealing with them now, like what percentage come in and and are like, you know, some people get it. They try to do everything right. They still get it. I'm not saying that doesn't happen at all, right? And 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 it's a tragedy. It's sad when anybody gets it. It's a tragedy when someone tried to do it right and still gets it. Um, but do you have anybody who was being dumb, got it, got very sick? Like what percentage of those people come in and realize the error of their ways or are they still dumb even in the hospital? <laughs> uh, I actually didn't get the... A lot of the people that I took care of were intubated, so I didn't really get to that there, That's the only answer you need. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, thank you. Um, yes, thank you so much. Seriously, I, the, the, no, I can't say it more from my heart than that. Thank you. Uh, Roar? Patrick? Fall? Yeah, smell. Smell, I agree. Sight. Sight for the there beautiful changing leaves. I know. All right, I'm I'm duplicating with winter though. Oh, fuck. You know what's okay by me? You gotta see costumes too. That's, yeah, that's you get to see Halloween. Yes. You get to watch horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> you get to see a whole bunch of teenage athletes make billions of dollars for people and not earn any money every Saturday that's afternoon. Right. It just happened yesterday. <laughs> it's happening right now. Yeah. Um God, Mark, this was a good. I. What do you mean? I. I why did you pick this letter? This is right up our alley of just yeah. going down into knuckle. My next letter will be much more legible. I'm. I'm sorry. This was wonderful. I'm just giving you the business. A little bit of raz between friends. Dude. He's, <laughs> Mark. He's just giving you a little razzmatazz. Yeah. Well, I'm already ashamed of my drinking, so this just adds. <laughs> well, that's fair. And actually. All of us have letters. Patrick, get your letter out and go first. Yeah, this is not a Zoom. This is an intervention. Everybody comes. Bye, guys. Thank you. (laughs) Bye, guys. Thank you, friends. 
Uh, Daniel, you want to you want to give them a, the proper send off for such a great letter? I do. Mark, we love that. Thank you so much. Ellen, also, uh, we've said it, but I'll, I can't say it enough. Thank you for all the work that you're doing. We wish you well, both of you. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk, Rory Scovel, and Patrick Keenan. Nice. Of the winter sites. All right, let's see. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. When was the last time you did something just for you? Discover your summer essentials with Fat Fit Fun, the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door. Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's FabFitFun.com, code TALKSHOW. Hey, do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girls Trip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Huh? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film, how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life. So there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. <gasps> And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. And I meant it because we're right back right now just to be clear we love three best bakery daniel was just given a, a little razzmatazz you this is a new a razz, year get out of the mataz <laughs> this is a new year for daniel mm-hmm. um hey hey tell, now that we're back we have two quick announcements but we also have something on uh, one more fun thing real, we want to do real special how do you i'm gonna let you make the call you know, you're. I'm following you on this. Okay. All right, uh, guys. Guess what? First off, what? Uh, if you've been following along with anything that I've been doing, I have these things called Hub City shows. Uh, Friday, January fifteenth at seven p.m. Rochelle, Illinois time. We're doing our first pub trivia night. You can be a part of a team. If you don't have a team or you only have one other person, we will put you on a team with other people with good vibes. If they don't have good vibes, I will kick their ass out. Uh, but you'll meet some good people. Some people have already done it. I guarantee they're talking about it in the chat right now. And some people might even be looking for a team member. So if you want to hang out with some good people and do fun things like pub trivia and goof around, and there's going to be leagues, it's going to run throughout the year. 
Yes, it will. And it'll be a good time. Go to danielvankirk.com. Plus, on the 21st of January, I'm doing Movie Club. I've never seen the movie Stripes. And at 6.30 Rochelle, Illinois time, p.m., I will be talking about it. So if you want to watch it again or you've never seen it, come to the Hub City Movie Club. And the last thing, I'm doing bingo on the 21st. Uh, that's the same night as Movie Club. And that is at 7.30 p.m. Rochelle, Illinois time. We raise money for no-kill shelters, food banks, and big brothers, big sisters throughout the country. Plus, you can win prizes, including cookies from the wonderful Three Best Bakery, because we do love them. Go to Daniel Van Kirk for all that stuff. Now, Rory, we have a quick announcement. As everyone knows, and we're going to screen share it here in a second. As everyone oh. knows, also look in the chat. That's the one time I want you to. I'm just teasing y'all. Uh, look in the chat to get those links for any of the stuff I just said. But you're going to want to look in the chat for this too. But we'll I'll look at your screen first. We do a hashtag poster every year. We just got the artwork done for this year's hashtag poster. I am so proud of this. Rory, how much do you love it? I think it's amazing. It might be one of the best posters I've ever been featured on in anything. So we're going to screen share with everyone right now. If you Here's the deal. Before I do this, before you see it, I will tell you this. If you are, I believe, first class or priority person of the um, Patreon, if you're a priority, you're going to get this poster sent to you. If you are first class level of the Patreon, you're going to get it sent to you and you're going to get it signed. If you are not first class, but you are a priority. This is Mark's letter all over again. I know. If you're not first class, but you are a priority and you're already getting a poster for $5, we will sign it. And if you're none of those things, but you just want the poster, they're on sale right now. The link will be in the chat. Lissa, let's show everybody the year two hashtag poster. Look at this. Would you look at it? I mean, look at it. Um, that is us going to the stack of letters up a staircase of all the hashtags from this year. And if you notice, the border is the hashtags too. This was created by Isaac Thomas, who is here with us tonight. Isaac, say hello, because I would like to thank you personally. Hello. How are you, my man? Good. Let's zoom you into this. I can't see you. Dude, there he is. Look at this work you did. Well, I appreciate the, uh, the love for it. it oh, man. So you it's went beautiful. with a little it's Weekend truly... at Tux's inspiration? Yeah, I kind of wanted to do like a James Bond style thing. Yeah. I mean, maybe like a musical also. And they're definitely not brown, which is great. I was going to say, Isaac, if you could do one special version for me where only Daniel's suit is brown, that would be the greatest. (laughs) I could definitely do that. Rory, how dare you razzmatazz? That'd be very easy. How dare you razzmatazz in 2021 like that? So again, if you are a priority member of the Patreon, you're going to get that sent to you or you can have it signed for five more bucks. If you are a first class member of the Patreon, you're going to get it sent to you signed. And if you're none of those things, look in the chat right now. You can uh, order your own signed poster right now. Uh, Isaac, I absolutely love it, dude. It's it's better than I, 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 I mean this with my heart. It's better than I could have imagined. And you sent me the idea of what you had. And I was like, that sounds good. I trust you. And you you cleared the the mark by yeah. far. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. I try to do that with all my clients. I try to blow their minds. So <laughs> it, it worked. It, it worked. 
You did it. Thanks, buddy. Oh, and also, everyone it. should know that all the Photoshop stuff, the, the Stripes artwork that hasn't dropped yet, but the When Harry Met Sally and the Sound of Music stuff that I've posted on social media, that you've the Photoshop, you've done all of that too. And I can't thank you enough for that stuff, man. I absolutely love it. Yeah, well, I look forward to doing more. Thanks, dude. Um, awesome. All right. Let's get back into it. Let's Patrick, get into it. How do you feel about... Oh. Yeah. How do you feel, Peter Frampton style, um, about playing us another song? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Any preface Love. you want to give? I'll let you, you. It's your mic. It's your show. We just listened to it. Go, you go. Daniel, well, get off so the maybe, stage. Uh, Daniel. I'm off. I'm off. <laughs> maybe some of these guys have listened to Pound Cake. Oh, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. I, I know yeah. I have. So I, I, I was a listener, of course, and, and a fan. And uh, Pound Kick had uh, a bunch of songs by Louis Hewis, uh, who kind of went through, you know, he went through some troubles and was sort of chronicled through the seasons. But uh, so I'm just going to cover, you know, one of these Louis Hewis songs for you guys right now. It's really pretty, I think, but we'll see. <laughs> I fucked up really bad. I hurt your feelings. I made you sad. So my wife. She went away, but I loved you, Poundcake. I rode a bike down memory lane. All my anger I had to tame. Robbed a church, did crack cocaine, but I loved you, Poundcake. Keep it together, Louie. You can do this. I fucked up really bad. I let my friends down. I made them mad. We went to court. And they made me pay, but I loved you, Poundcake. You broke my heart, threw me away, but still I loved you, Poundcake. I love you. Oh my God. Patrick. God, the pound cake. I know. <laughs> it's a sad song that but Patrick, <laughs> you don't know. I love that more than I love the work that Ellen is doing to help people. <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> Patrick, that's so fucking good. <laughs> Rory, no, and don't I, act I like do, you're a saint. You love it more too. Your delivery of I love them more than the work Ellen is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're fucking idiots. That is that is my favorite fucking thing about goddamn comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick? Yes. Okay, first of all, hold on. Patrick, get off the stage for a sec. Rory? <laughs> 
You're gonna Can't we, we all get up. I'm like, can I come on to the stage? Is yeah, can I now here. come on? Okay. Am I, I okay? Now? I, I smiled. <laughs> I smiled. I couldn't. I smiled through that entire thing like I was watching my goddamn stepdaughter win a diving competition. That yep. was so very good example. Good thing we can all relate to. <laughs> me too. No one more than me. <laughs> no one more than me because I've lived it. Rory, I love. I'm gonna I'm gonna get real. Where is pound, pound cake available? That it's still on all things comedy. If it's not, Aaron will send us all the files. We can put it for people on the Patreon to yeah. get it. But yeah, um, or Marcus, I mean, yeah, Jeff actually. Uh, <laughs> Rory, <laughs> kudos to me for remembering those inside jokes. Rory, like, that, that's incredible. You pulled that. I love. I, I, this is straight. No jokes. No no razzmatazz right here. I love. Pen pals so much, but I will die someday. That's right. Being so proud oh, of what right. we did with pound cake. Yes. That, like we've talked about this when we, when back when we got to do shows and we get to do again and somebody comes up to us and says, I loved pound cake. And I, and I loved all of it from the big opening to the, what happened at the end. They don't, they're speaking to me on like a, or like, this is going to sound stupid. I don't give a shit. It's, they're speaking to me on like an artistic level of like something I put out there and, and we both, we goof around a lot, but we worked very hard on that show. And it was a big swing. And it the means so much to me. It. And then to like be reminded of the art that Patrick put on top. It's like when the frosting's better than the cake. And the cake was pretty fucking good. But the but the the frosting that he put on top of what we did, and I say this w- with my whole heart, Patrick, was made it magical. And if you ever want to put together like a compilation of all the things that you made and maybe we sell it and give it to all the money to charity. All the like jingles. Patrick, oh my God, dude. Patrick made so many jingles for pound cake and because they are like things. solid. Jing- I didn't like, some like, Oh, a jingle. You've heard jingles on other shows. You haven't heard goddamn Patrick pound cake. <laughs> the like, word that was everything- his real last name. You'd never take him seriously. His name everything- was Patrick pound cake and he didn't become a baker. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Everything that we set up in the opening, I don't want to give anything away, but we it all pays off as, as good. In my heart, it pays off as good as Breaking Bad. It's not like Lost, people. It, it, yeah. it is like it all comes together. And then what Patrick, what you laid on top of that, what you just reminded me with that song is you're fucking, you got the goods, kid. I, you I, got, I you got the goods, Thanks. Patrick, pound cake. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. Uh, shall I? <sighs> yeah, but I don't. Once you go into this, I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not gonna tell a Jack Phillips story. So, do you want to do it next month? What? I don't want to. I don't want to go down that road. I want to save it for next month. Jack Phillips. Yeah. All right, save it. Okay. You're not feeling it. You're not feeling it. I know. I'm just so in this vibe right now. I don't want to force a Phillips. What of empty promises? You hardcore. (laughs) You know what? That was jazzmatazz. I I decided to jazzmatazz. And that's when you step it up quite a little bit. All right. You want me to tell a quick Jack Phillips story? You got a quick bite? You got a quick hit? Yeah. All right. Okay. So Jack Phillips. Tucked in polos. I I mean, so much backstory. I'm like, who is Jack Phillips? Braided belts. Right. The guy who told me how to get over my breakup. And he was right. I don't even know if this is a good story, but I'll never forget it the rest of my life. Jack, before he worked for the federal government, like I 
you know, before he was an agent. Yeah. Like we all were, if you're talking to me. He was a former, like, state trooper in Illinois for, like, 20 years or something like that. So yeah. one day he tells me, he's like, all right, I'm up here, and I have to leave Chicago. So I'm driving down to Springfield, Illinois, right? And I got to make some. Wait, is this the first time the audience is getting to see what you look like when you do Jack Phillips? Because no, I, I maybe I've taken it for granted. We did the movie. Oh, in the movie. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. also a side note. I don't care. You know, we have a part two. Like, they yeah. wrote a, we wrote a sequel. Well, you know, I sold that script. Yeah, I kept the money. Is that what that's about? Is that what that looks about? Can I talk to you in a breakout room real quick? Yeah. Okay. Well, after the show. Yep. Um, he goes, all right. So I, I had to go down to Springfield, right? And I'm driving from Chicago. And I don't give a shit about this fucking meeting. I'm like, something about, oh, we got us. We can't have a revolver anymore. I don't remember what it is. So I'm I'm driving down. And I'm, I'm hitting 55, right? And I take 55 south. I'm going down through southern Illinois, all these little shit towns like like Alton and Staunton and all this shit. And I'm driving down and this guy tries to pull me over. Right. And I don't even give a shit. Right. I see a state trooper pull out behind me and I just keep driving. I'm going like 85 miles. And finally he catches all the way up to me. He starts giving me the high sign to pull over. I pull over my car. I jump out and I'm sitting there. You got to remember, I'm like 20 years old, just wide eyed looking up at Jack Phillips. And he yeah. walks, he goes, I get out of my car and the guy, the cop gets out of his. He goes, sir, get back to the car. I said, fuck you. And I'm like, Jack, you have no idea the amount of white privilege you're using right now, right? <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't know. <laughs> so he goes, fuck you. And the guy goes, sir, I need you to get back. I looked him in the eye. And I go, what's your name? I can't say Gibson or Galson or something like that. And I said, who are you? He goes, I'm a state trooper. And I go, okay, who trained you? And before he answered, I go, I fucking trained him. Don't be pulling my ass over when I'm going down to Springfield. And he goes, can I see your badge? I said, you got my badge right here. I get back in my car. I drive off. I tell him, call whoever he wants to ask who I am. Now, six hours later, my ass is driving back up from Chicago. And who do I see? But this Galson, Galen motherfucker sitting right there in the center median. And I go past him at about 95 miles an hour. He looks up at me. I give him the one old salute. And he gives me a wave. Don't fucking pull Jack Phillips over like you don't know who I am. <laughs> if that if that doesn't end up as, you know, a monologue in the next Tarantino movie, then I don't know what <laughs> will. I don't tip. Uh, I was, he was bad. so annoyed at this guy for pulling over. And I was like, Jack, he didn't know who you are. He knew. I trained who trained. It me. wasn't until you told me that element of Jack that I realized he is dead. He has definitely passed. <laughs> I know. Oh, God, I hope not. Oh, he was so Jack, annoyed. Jack is gone. Over. You live on the edge like that. Jack's out. He's out. All right, Roar. Read your letter. Okay. I'm going to keep taking this little Eucharist I got going over here. Okay. Have some Eucharist. Okay. Dearest pals, thank you for the wonderful live pod this weekend. I'm in my hometown visiting my mom and her husband after having recently moved away. I took Rory's advice from the live show and started asking them both about them uh, about themselves and learned a lot this weekend about listening and about sharing the things that bring you joy. However, after even such a short time away, I moved from my hometown for a new job over the summer. It's become so very apparent to me just how short life is. I've recognized how my mom has gone from mom to friend to someone that I feel responsible for making sure she's okay in such a short amount of time. 
What I want to ask you both, how do you reconcile wanting to move forward in life, adventuring, growing with being culpable for those who have given, excuse me, who have given their lives to raise you? I'm struggling with guilt as this is the first time I've really decided to move forward on my own away from my family. I have a sister who moved away early in her career and really never looked back. And while I'm so very proud of everything she's accomplished, I felt that responsibility to make sure my mom is okay, which I think had kept me in my hometown much longer than I would have been if I wasn't the last one left here. Quote, unquote. How do you say thank you and make sure your family is okay while still making yourself happy? Note, I also dragged my very supportive husband along for this new journey, but honestly, I have struggled to enjoy this new adventure because I felt so much pressure to make sure it's so great and the best decision ever in the wake of changing so much. How do I stop? Well, hold on, I lost my place. These are broken. How do I stop feeling guilty for doing something that seems so selfish? I feel like you might both have some insight because we're close in age and you both seem to have that level of empathy and care for those that mean a lot to you in your lives. Thanks for the great live show. It was so great to participate. Kendra. Um, that is such a great mm-hmm. question. And I will go ahead and preface that there is no right... <laughs> there's no there's no definite answer there's no right answer um i will speak from my own personal experience i moved away uh from the state that i had lived in south carolina for 23 years of my life in february of 2004 i decided i was going to move to dc and pursue stand-up comedy And that's all that I knew. And I don't know. It might have been because I was so young in my 20s that I didn't. I I was in a selfish phase of my life to where I didn't think about the things you're factoring in. Um, I was only focused on can I accomplish this thing I want to try and do? So I would say from an early 20s standpoint, this question being posed, I actually found it very easy. I also am not the youngest in my family. I'm one of seven kids and I'm the second oldest. And I there was no part of me that thought, oh, I need to be here to help out with any sort of family because that seemed to be something that was already happening. Right. Um, I don't know if that's similar to you guys as well um well i think that kendra and forgive me Roy. i don't i either misheard it or didn't hear it or i cut it off when when uh, we were sharing this back and forth but like yeah you know for for her she felt like she was experiencing a little bit of like the george bailey uh and you haven't seen her it's a wonderful life but maybe you know just from just pop culture, but like he yeah. kind of gets stuck in the town because it keeps falling on him to make sure that everything. Yes. And he has these big plans from childhood of like things he wants to do, but the responsibility is on him to kind of keep things going back at home and take care of people who need to be taken care of. Yeah. And she's experiencing some of that. And, and yeah, I never lived other than here in Los Angeles. I I've never lived outside of Illinois. Um, mm-hmm. And so 
I identify, I get that feeling and I don't want to jump all the way to the end, but the way I square that with myself is to, you know, like everyone in my family is still in Rochelle or within 25 miles. They're all still there. Yeah. yeah, Um, is the biggest one for me is my grandma. And I, you do have to have that moment and, and, and where you don't need to speak to this at all, but you experienced it this year, but like, you do have to have that moment where you realize like, Oh, something tragic could happen and I won't be there. I just, I'm not going to be a car ride away. And the, you know, the thought of what I will feel like when Rosemary passes away, who's had a beautiful and wonderful life. And I hope for me, in the terms that I use it, it, it will be a celebration of her when that happens. And I will transfer that energy into another place. Um, but I, I, I try to ask one of the ways I square it is I try to ask myself if I was there, if I was in the room when, when Rosemary goes and I say to her, I'm here, grandma, I, I never went away. I didn't pursue any of my dreams. I never left town. I made sure I was here. Would she look at me and go, good? Or would she go, you should have. You should have. Yeah. And yeah, I know her very well. And I know the answer to those, which one of those scenarios. It, yeah. and, and, and she would say, you go, go live. Yeah. Yes. It's going to hurt that you maybe didn't get to be in the room. Yes, we all wish we could say goodbye, but she wants me to. She wants me to to not be George Bailey. She wants yeah. me to go for it. So, I think that's how I square it with myself. And to be honest with you, and in a non-joking way, if she didn't want that for me, then I definitely should have gone and done what I wanted with my life. Yeah, because <laughs> you should want that for a person. Well, I've also talked to her and all she's ever told me is it's been better without him. It's been better here. Things have been better. And I thought, you know what? I rarely do this. I'm going to no and you. (laughs) (laughs) Did she really say that? Rosemary said it's, we've had a lot of fun without him. So I don't know if that changes. Daniel, 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 Daniel. Daniel, Daniel, put grandma on the phone. Oh, God. (laughs) Did you say it? I can't do this bit anymore. (laughs) (laughs) We could hear it. It was perfectly off. Damn it. I didn't know. Um, Patrick, what you get involved here? You you get to sit out there in the Czech Republic and yeah, you're going for it. You get to you get to watch us have to give our answers <laughs> challenging Patrick to participate in this podcast. <laughs> no, no, it's a, I mean, it's a really good question in the letter. And uh, I think, you know, the first thing you said, Rory was like, there's no real right answer. I mean, I don't know how you, I don't really know how you kind of reconcile the two. Cause I, I feel it, you know, all the time being here, uh, being away from family and, uh, but then if when I was there, when I lived, you know, close to my, my family in South Carolina, for example, I always wanted to leave, you know, and see the world and explore. So 
I don't know. I don't think there's really a way to do it. I think that the guilt probably that you feel is, isn't, isn't necessarily guilt. Maybe it's more of just something that like you genuinely miss these people. You want to be as close to them as possible, which is kind of a good thing, it right? Manifest in some way. Like yeah, that's a yeah. good thing. Maybe, like imagine maybe. the people who are like, whether you've met them around the world or Rory, maybe you met them in New York for me, it would be, you know, here in LA or anywhere, but yeah. Or you, you see people who are like, oh, I, I had to get out of there and I'll never go back and there's nobody I want to talk to. Yeah. And like, okay, they don't walk around with that guilt. But that also means that, and I don't, I'm not putting this on them in any like mean way or anything, but to have, to have people that you worry about missing out on, to have the feeling of like, oh, this is hard to do. That means it's good. Yeah. And, and in some way, maybe I'm just being... I don't know, whatever the correct version of egotistical and narcissistic is, but I'm, but it is a way for me to be able to take inventory of whether or not I believe in what I'm doing because I don't want to be apart from these people. Yeah. And so I get to keep, I've always said ever since I the very first moved to LA, the juice has to always be worth the squeeze. If you, if you really say to yourself, I don't want, I can't miss another nephew or nieces or aunts or uncles or moms or brothers or sisters sure grandparents birthday then stop doing it yeah but that's a way to always be able to check in and be like yes i wish i was there but i but i still feel like i'm doing the right thing for me yeah that longing kind of you need that to know that you're doing the right thing for you i i agree let's bring kendra kendra in here if you're if you want to um and you're out there in the Hi. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I'm here. Hi, Kendra. Such a good Hi. letter. <laughs> Thanks. Such a good letter. Thanks. Um yeah, I think uh I I in terms of the I relate to it. I bet we all relate to it in some way because I feel like in some way, you know, I I will say there are people that in in my hometown of Greenville who are very happy in my hometown and their family is there and they found the work that they like doing and they're there and uh, it just seems like the perfect uh, package. But from a very young age, I don't know if it's a spirit. I don't know where it comes from, but my vibe was, was somewhere else. It was, it was, dreaming and thinking of these other 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 places but i think about it i think about having been home more having seen family more having shared my daughter with my family more um so i you know i don't know it's where uh where how how does it feel for you if you're you're i feel like you're probably i don't know if you want to (laughs) openly discuss it you did write it the Letter, but if you're cool chatting about it, we'd love to hear more. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's I, I think I wrote the letter a couple months ago, and, you know, it's it, it was kind of hard to move to a new place um, during a shutdown and to know anyone and you don't get to meet anyone. And so um, I think we're sort of starting to settle in and, you know, getting used to being away from people and stuff. And I know my family's proud of me, but, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's, it's hard not to feel that guilt how are you what if, what if you found out she was only five miles away that, <laughs> dude do you watch fucking house hunters these people constantly yeah. don't pick the best house because it's 27 minutes away yeah yeah <laughs> kendra how have you 
reconciled more with it? Has it grown larger? I know we just went through the holidays, but how are you feeling? Yeah. Since you wrote this to us, uh, I believe it was like on August 30th. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, it's got it's gotten a lot um, less uh, stressful, I guess. Um, one of those things. I've I've had more conversations with family, and I, I you know, just in uh, it, that was short, like pretty much right away, so it was a lot. Yeah, <laughs> at the yeah, time but yeah um, and you kind of have to read just know you, you have to build new memories in your new place it needs to feel more like the home for you and then also you need <laughs> to establish the connect the, the new ways of connecting with people because once yeah. you once you have that then those start to feel more normal you know what i mean like you can't really see how strong the bond is until you test it. So giving mm-hmm. yourself a few months to be like, okay, I don't get to like stroll over across town to go see that person, but we kind of are making sure that we FaceTime once or twice or three times a month. So I'm still yeah. finding that connection on, on some level. And over time, everything, everything becomes mm-hmm. normal over time. Yeah. Um, and with, with, um, with that kind of having to be the way that you communicate with anyone right now, it's, it's been a little easier too. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. True. Uh, just in the fact that that's kind of the default excuse. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, you know, putting myself at that, not that, I mean, this is all in hindsight, I guess. Cause like I said, I moved away when I was 23. Um, but you know, depending on what your motive is for, you know, wanting to move, I think there also comes an element of like just your own philosophical outlook on what you think this experience is meant to be and what you want to take away mm-hmm. from it. And I think for me personally, I I perceived my experience as, well, I was given the gift, you know, from my parents of getting to be here, to be alive and experience whatever that is and to me that means being being just being who you are and and if you've got a dream to chase chasing that dream and deciding that's what you're gonna do and so i kind of look at it like that i i think about this exact i love this letter because i think about the exact same thing with something i will have to reconcile with my own daughter one day that i my own philosophy might be something I don't like when someone else, <laughs> you know, perhaps it takes it on and I, and I miss her, but I don't know that I could ever given the choice. I don't know that I could ever not want someone to go out into the world and experience it because I don't know what came before this and I don't know what's coming next. And so it's almost like make the most of whatever, this is because you know what if you know what if it really is just some kind of fun ride <laughs> and you know go go beyond the ride i mean it's obviously a different experience for everybody you're looking at billions of people living in billions of different realities all at the same time with different experiences you know i if my daughter wanted to do you know whatever xyz with her life I, I would be like, you got to go do it. And I, yeah. you know, I, I hope I can see you. I hope we can talk, but you got to go do it. I think Daniel's right. Rosemary would be like, why are you still here? When all you talked about was what you wanted to do. Doesn't make it any easier, but. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. that was a great way of looking at it, though. I, I appreciate that, <laughs> that sentiment of looking at it from their 
perspective and say, well, thanks friend. I appreciate your yeah, letter. Take it on. <laughs> and don't, yeah. Don't forget their, them, them looking at it from their perspective. You know, they, maybe they're like, yeah, she, this is what she needs. This is what she wants, yeah. you know, and don't forget that. Don't, don't carry. I, I mean, who knows what you're feeling, but I would say, you know, don't carry so much on your shoulders. Like, think that other people might be like yeah great get out there go do this thing you might have more support than i don't know if you've opened up and had these conversations with your family about what you're feeling but you know if if you have maybe oh sure yeah 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 and i i mean i think that part of it is just that they are so supportive so that, yeah know, they're too supportive sense. and that's i don't like them either yeah. <laughs> can, i'm reading i'm reading here it's hard I to succeed if you can't prove me. anybody wrong <laughs> yeah, it's hard Hashtag, it's hard to succeed if you can't prove anyone wrong. God, that is so good. But I think also the thing to remember is too, is like, don't be overly, nobody should be overly sensitive about the endeavors that they want to make. Because like, Rory, when you think of your daughter someday being like, I just want to go to wherever, it's within your right. And I don't mean that as like in any aggressive way. I, I mean, in right of your heart to say to her like, well, how come you want to do that? How does that make you feel like, what sure. do you want out of that? And sure. because the thing is, is like, I, I don't want your daughter moving to Brazil because she's doing it for the wrong reasons or she's running from somebody or something or a fear or whatever. So, right. you know, if Rose Mary were to say to me, like, is it what you love? And I say, yeah. Do you think that that's the best place for you to go do it and make the connections and, and have the opportunities to do what you dream of? And I go, yeah. She goes and go for it. But she, there's, but I shouldn't be threatened by anybody asking me those questions because they want to feel good about it too. Sure. You know, yeah. it, sometimes people get angry when when people want to know your motives, but a lot of times it's just so that they can either share in it or understand it. But neither yeah. of those are wrong. Kendra, thank God they're supportive. God, could you imagine? Yeah. No, I'm very, I'm very fortunate. If they weren't, I, I wouldn't be feeling guilt like you guys were saying. Right. That's what I'm saying. Because if they aren't supportive, yeah. they're also giving you the yeah, answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, I love this letter. I love it oh, because thanks. it hits, I think it hits with everybody. I think everybody goes through the, where am I, where do I want to be? Yeah. And you even know? if it, Rory, like you were saying, even if it is the same place, right? Like if somebody said to me, like, you know what I thought I actually, I have a family member who the, who, they moved to Chicago, Chicago. And, and that showed them how badly they wanted to be in Rochelle. And yeah. it solidified for them what they wanted to do with their life. And it was almost like going to Chicago showed them they could go do anything, but they don't have to leave. Yeah. And yeah. It yeah. kind of brought them back to Rochelle with a new perspective and a new way. Because for some people, it's like, I don't ever want to leave here. Everything I have is right here. And maybe you need to leave to find that out. Or maybe just like you knew, Rory, I need to, I need to go. They, need, they know that they never need to go. Yeah. And so taking that inventory on any level is good for you. Just like I said about your daughter, if it comes back to like, I know what I want. Yes. It doesn't have to be. Because the thing I was going to ask you, Roar, if you were born and raised in L.A., and we're the exact same person you are now, you wouldn't have left your hometown to do what you wanted to do. Right. Because it would be here. Yeah. So it isn't, it wasn't just about getting away. I'm sure some of that was about growing and learning. You might've gone to maybe another comedy scene before you came back here, but it's just about being where, I don't know. Conan talks about proximity to molecules and like being around the people that are doing the things you want to do. And, and that's, 
that's what I signed up for. And that was a big motivator for me to come to LA. And I, and Kendra, I'm sure it's some of the same for you. Like, this is where that job is. And that's what I want to do. And thank God your husband is like, I'm in the same roller coaster cart as you are. So let's go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And he was fortunate to be able to find a job he loved where we moved. So I don't care less about him and how he feels about it. Cause I'm really happy for you, but oh, uh, thanks. I'm joking. We've never, <laughs> him. we've never liked him oh, ever. In oh fact, no. in fact oh, that's what this is. Patrick gets your letter out. Patrick's written a letter about how he feels about your husband. And then I have a letter. Patrick wrote a song about how much he's not into your husband. So <laughs> that's, awesome he'd love it i'm sure great, <laughs> great cool well, hey. <laughs> Kendra, thank you so much for the letter and oh and thank you guys i appreciate it uh well we wish you well your pen pals rory scoville and daniel van kirk and and patrick keenan of the winter sites <laughs> the winter sites <laughs> and and the fall feels and the uh, fall no, feels no, i'm sorry summer feels okay and the spring um, smells I think that's um, it. You guys, you could, we're going to say goodbye, right, Roar? Yeah, this was great. This was so much fun. Patrick, I can't thank you enough, man. We yes. obviously guys, never had really a guest cool. in a Patreon episode. We've never had a musical guest Yes, uh, at all. Yeah, it was, and, it was and really were, fun. And <laughs> you were yeah. wonderful. Uh, I look forward to you waking up in an hour and a half and starting your day. Yeah. <laughs> um everything is in the link guys for anything you want to see for pound cake go to daniel van kirk for the hub city shows we'll see you on the 20th of february if you want to come hang with us again get in that pre-show for uh a live patreon episode and you can get the posters if you're a patreon member you can get them signed and you can get them straight up if you want to we don't want anybody left out i think that's it for us unless we have anything else robor i got nothing Okay. Feel free to turn your mics on if you want, or cameras on if you want to wave goodbye. Thank you so much, 2021. everyone. We wish, we wish yeah. all of you well, except for Kathy. <laughs> Sincerely. <laughs> no, not for me, Kathy. You Don't got a friend in me. Uh, Razmataz, be kind, be nice, be smart. Wish you well. Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Van Scovel. There it is. Bye, friends. Bye. It wasn't so long ago. A podcast network. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your 
your perfect home sweet home. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else.